Hi everyone and welcome back to Graceful Mindset Podcast. I'm Grace and today is a very special episode. Today's episode is a happy birthday tribute to my late Nana whose birthday is today. She passed away September 21st of this year and I'm creating this episode as a way to honor her. This episode will be talking about my past with my Nana and also paying tribute to her and her life. It'll also be talking about how I've been handling grief throughout these past two months. If you listened to my podcast before, you know that I only make episodes after I learn a new lesson and I come from a place of healed rather than a place of hurt. So that's why there's been a little bit of a gap in between the last episode. Just been going through a lot of healing and really working through this hard time of grief. Before we get into the episode, I just want to make a disclaimer that my voice is a little bit strained. I've just been talking a lot at work and it's just that time of the year where I lose my voice a bit. So if it sounds a little funny, just bear with me. So as I mentioned earlier, my Nana passed away on September 21st. She was in the hospital and it all happened very, very quickly. I remember going and visiting her for the first time there and she was coherent. She was talking she just had some trouble breathing and you know she had a lung disease so we kind of understood that however it just happened so fast and i remember waking up the morning that she had passed away i went to work i remember texting my family and i had this like weird sense of knowing that something was wrong i just could tell that everybody was acting different i could tell that everything felt different and i just knew in that moment before I really knew that she had passed away. Dealing with this grief has been really hard and really difficult. My stepdad passed away a few months ago and that was the first real time that I've experienced grief, but losing my Nana was something completely new and different and I I still am at a loss of words, I'll be honest with you. I still can't really put together how I'm feeling. And you know, that's okay and that's it's only been just two months and I feel like there's these huge expectations on grief and you know might take a long time it might not ever go away and that's something that is just a part of life and I'm going to be explaining how I've been handling it a little later on in this episode a little bit about my nana and I so when I was younger, I was about four years old when my parents split up. So if you follow me on Instagram or if you've listened to any of my other podcast episodes, you know that. And when my mom lost custody, my dad gained custody of my brother and I. And we moved in with my Nana. It was just a short period of time. We were in the transition of finding a new place to live. And it was on a farm. There's lots of horses there. There was her dog, Jake. And it was just a really peaceful time and such a chaotic life for me. I was only four years old and I just watched my whole life crumble and fall apart but there was my Nana just there ready to take us in. She helped me relearn how to shower, how to dress myself, things that I was doing already by myself at four years old that I taught myself so young because my mom wasn't that active supportive parent I had to learn to do things my own. I was already doing my own laundry at four. So my Nana re-showed me that, you know, the proper way to wash your hair, not to put conditioner before shampoo. You know, I was so little and I'll always remember that anytime I wash my hair, anytime I get ready in the morning, I just always can hear her telling me the right way to do things. She was a very independent, very confident, very strong person. 
And I think that's what we bonded over so much as I got older is that I became, well, I always really was, but I became a very independent person who always put herself first. And that's where I've been growing into and having my Nana there beside me as I was going through the hardships of becoming a confident, independent young woman who herself is so confident and independent. It really helped make up for that lack of not having a mom. And in some ways, she was definitely more of like a mother figure like my aunts are. I wrote a little bit about this on Graceful Mindset on my Instagram account. And it was the day of her funeral that I wrote this. But what I wrote and what I talked about was that the night that my Nana passed away, so she passed away in the morning, so the night time that she passed away, I couldn't sleep at all that night. I kept tossing and turning, I kept waking up, and I kept feeling like I needed to read this letter that she left me. However, there was no letter until the next day we went to her house and we were sorting through some stuff and organizing, coming up with a plan as a family, and in one of the boxes she left me was a folded up piece of paper and instantly I had tears in my eyes because I realized that I knew in my heart she had left me this letter and words are so important to me if you know me I'm always healing through words that's why I have a podcast um writing is something that I always do all the time too when I'm feeling down so it meant a lot to me that she left me that letter and at the end of the letter it said I am with you always and I ended up getting that tattooed on me so that's another form of healing that I needed I needed her words in her handwriting on me forever and it's just the way that I feel very close to her I'm not saying you have to go out and get a tattoo of anybody that you're missing but that's just something that I did that felt very special to me I also still talk to my Nana like she's here all the time. I'll go to the park and I'll sit there and I'll talk to her. Or if I'm driving, I'll put on one of her favorite songs or a song that reminds me of her. And that's something that really helps take away the anxious feeling when I feel like, oh my goodness, I can't talk to her anymore. I just remember she's still here. She's still listening. I'm just going to talk to her like I would out loud. And I know that she'll give me a sign that she's here with me and almost every single time she will give me some sort of sign. I'm gonna read now the obituary little message about her because I think it does such a good job of explaining who she really was and really captures her as a whole person. So it says, every person who had the good fortune of meeting Roberta was well aware of what a humorous, kind, and lighthearted woman she was. In her early years, she loved to fish and hike. Roberta was a member of the Ladies' Auxiliary Canadian Corps Unit 44 in Thorold, where her group of ladies would proudly march throughout Ontario and the USA. Her passions included gardening and cooking. Her famous baked ham will truly be missed at family get-togethers. She will be loved, missed, and forever in our hearts. Every part of that is so true, especially the part about her laugh That is something that I still miss and I just wish I could hear one more time. But sometimes I can actually still hear it. And it's those little things like that that make me still feel so close to her. And the day that we had her funeral, I had held in so much emotion. And I remember reading the piece that I wrote in front of my family and just completely not being able to hold back my crying 
and now I kind of laugh at it because I was I was crying I was crying a lot and my family was so supportive and they started clapping and saying my name it was actually funny now that I look back but during the moment I really 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 needed them and I really took a lot of time to process the funeral after and it gave me so much closure it really provided me with a lot of relief in knowing that I could finally let her be at peace and she's in a better place now and just getting the words off my chest that I needed to say so bad really really helped even if they could barely understand them because I was crying so hard but the one thing that I said in the letter I had wrote to speak at the funeral was that so much of who I am and how I live is because of her and that's really important and I think that it's a huge sense of comfort and I hope that maybe that gives you some comfort whether you're one of my family members listening and this directly relates to Nana or if you're another listener and you lost someone just know that there is a piece of them that lives on inside of you and there's a piece of you on how you live and how you see the world because of them too so they're always with you no matter what for example there was this thing my nana and i used to always do and we would look at each other across the room and she would slowly start to nod her head at me and raise her eyebrows at me and smile and i'm doing it right now as i'm saying it and i would do it back to her in the room and that's just like our little message of like i see you and it's just something that I still find so funny and I'll even be doing it in my car sometimes when I think of her and laugh out loud and it's just our way of being like, you know, even if I said something that was accurate to her or something she agreed with, she would do her little nod and it was just so funny and I just wish I could see that too one more time but that's something that I now do to my friends and when they do something funny or if I see them across the room, I start to do the same thing she would. So that's something that will always live on inside of me. And that's just like one of the many things of her that I'll always continue to carry out. And that gives me a lot of comfort. In terms of handling grief, uh, like I said, it has been really hard. And it's especially hard when you lose a family member because not everybody in your family grieves the same way. I'm very fortunate that I have someone in my family who grieves very similar to me. So when I talk to her and I share things with her, we're always on the same wavelength. So that's been really helpful. But everybody deals with grief differently. So I obviously like to talk about my pain. That's why I have graceful mindset. Um, but other people don't and that's something that I've definitely learned along the way too. So my way of dealing with it has majority of the time been by myself just for that reason and then the rest of the time I talk to the people who share like a similar way of grieving with me. So you know believing in the spiritual aspect of it, believing in signs, believing in not one size fits all for grief so some days I'm super okay, some days I'm not and that's totally normal too. Something else that came up on the grief healing, which I think is really important to talk about, is this. When my Nana passed away, it brought up other aspects of my life that I thought I was maybe healed from, but realized there was still some pain there. So when she passed away, it brought up old wounds of my mom and how I was reminded again that I'm going through a huge milestone, a huge painful event, 
and she's not here and then it also made me remember okay now i just lost my nana i don't have a mother figure my stepmom's not in my life it was just like another painful traumatic moment for me that i had to heal from alongside dealing with the grief and i know that there's some other people too who have dealt with this or wish that someone had reached out from their family or friends and they didn't and thought that they should have which I totally agree with and that is also another thing that I think should be talked about with grief and it's not just the fact that you're losing them and that they're no longer here it's also how your whole life can change and how people react around you how situations change you know it provokes a lot of upset people around you and it's just overall not a good situation most of the time and it's not just the death like i said it also brings up a lot of other traumatic events along the way so it's definitely a really hard situation and if you're struggling with it feel every emotion be honest about every emotion and be honest to the people that are asking you how you are if you're not doing well be honest get help if you need help. I've definitely did a lot of therapy um, on my Nana passing away and kind of the situations following, which really helped me. I'm also very open about it with my friends who I'm so grateful for because if I'm sad and I'm thinking about something or thinking about her, I know it's a safe place where I can talk about it and I can tell them the cool story that happened that day or a sign that I saw about her or even if I'm at work um I can talk to them about it too so I feel like I'm always in a safe place which I'm really grateful for so that's something that I would definitely recommend also as I mentioned earlier I did write her letter so if that's something that you feel like you might need to do it really helped me I wrote her a letter and I had it um cremated with her but you can also just write them a letter and you can burn it take the ashes and place them at their gravesite or just even write it and burn it and just ask that they receive the letter there's so many other ways that you can do it too but I think that that is a really healing thing or you can journal to them you can do a meditation where you're imagining getting to have a last conversation with them that's something I haven't done yet but I think I will do that soon and I think that that would be really healing overall there's still going to be really good days and there's still going to be really bad days I miss her so much. It absolutely hurts. I just know that it will get better. It just takes a bit of time. And just having these moments and celebrating her are so important. So during this time today that it's released, we're going to be having Nana's Day because it's her birthday. And we're going to be celebrating that still as a family, which I think is a beautiful idea. It was my cousin's idea. Very proud of her. I just think that doing those little things and celebrating them doesn't make it feel so lonely if we weren't doing this day to celebrate her and have nana's day i would be thinking about her the whole day and i would be upset and i would be reminded that this was supposed to be her birthday and we would have been getting together so the fact that my family is taking this time to still get together and to still celebrate her means so much to me and i'm honestly very 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 grateful for it grief is a horrible thing but it does mean that the love that you had for them still lives on and that's why it's painful there can't be grief without love and there can't be loss 
without life. So with that being said, I know that she's in a better place now. She's always with me. And I'm just so grateful that I got to have the time with her that I did. And I'm so grateful that she was so important in my life as she was. And I'm just so grateful that I will continue to live my life trying to make her proud and trying to show her the good that I will do because she saw a lot of the bad in my life, I'll be honest. And that's something that still really hurts because she was with me through all the times I made bad decisions, all the times that I should have done something different and I really just wanted her to see good. But I know that she'll be watching over me. I know that she's here with me as I record this. I'm going to cry. Um, But I know that she's still there. And I know that the grief will still be there. But the love will still be there too. If you're having any hard time with grief or just want to share a story about somebody that you had lost. Because sharing stories is something that I love to do too. You can always send me a message on Graceful Mindset as well and just share their little memory with me if you want to. Um, I'll probably share one back. I will definitely be making a part two to this because I'm still so early in on this grief journey. I still am trying to figure it out myself as I go along. But like I said, it's only been two months. It really has only felt like a week um felt it felt it feels like a year without her but it feels like a week of just trying to work through this so i'll be making a part two to this and kind of updating a little bit of new things that i learned that have helped me and if you guys have any suggestions um on what has helped you on your grief journey definitely send me a message and i'll include it in the next episode i really hope that this episode has helped you guys in some way to just know that you're not alone to know that you're validated and seen and that grief is not a linear timeline like i said there's some days where i can't stop crying and then there's other days where i'm you know living my life and just missing her so it's not a linear timeline and it's not a one-size-fits-all everybody in a family or everybody in the world is going to grieve differently and that's completely okay too I also hope that you enjoyed listening about the life of my Nana a little bit. I'll probably include more in part two. Maybe I'll do some stories more specifically about her in the next one. I think that that would be really cool just to include that as well. So let me know if you want to hear some stories. And let me know if there's anything specifically you want to know about in terms of grief. And I'll definitely include that in as well. But for right now that honestly this is all I want to say and this is all that I can really say right now and I miss her a lot I love her a lot and I hope she's having a wonderful birthday in heaven and I can't wait to update you guys later on the new signs that I see so right now I'm seeing a lot of cardinals because in the letter that I wrote to her I asked her to visit me as a bird specifically a cardinal I've been getting a lot of those signs and I've been seeing a lot of stuff in songs, like like hearing a lot of stuff in songs, seeing the word Nana all the time and always on license plates, which I think is really cool and just a bunch of other little things. So I'll update you guys some more next episode about the signs I'm seeing, but thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Um, hopefully my voice isn't as strained next time. 
But thank you all again for listening, and we'll talk again soon. Happy 81st birthday, Nana. I love you.